yeah, man, it's so good. Let's go get high and, and write some lyrics. And, and I'm a pop star. Hey, man, uh, you know, like, life's good. Everything's good about life. Let's buy gifts. You know what? All the gifts on me. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello and welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. No verdict too controversial, no personality too big, no topic too random, where conversation is the foundation of higher thought, that says a Russian guy that Mike knows. And speaking about our panel of interesting, smart people that we have every week, I'd like to first introduce to you, or reintroduce to you, Michael Hodgins. Mike, how are you doing? What do you think of my circumlocution? Circumlocution? Hey, that's like, um, wasn't that uh, Jean-Luc Picard's name when he joined the, the Borg? <laughs> that was locutus. Circumlocution uh, is using many words to talk around a subject and not get to the point. Oh, I guess I missed I that today. day in English class. Yeah, it's not an often word, uh, oftenly used words. And speaking of things that are not oftenly used, our second person on the panel that I'm going to reintroduce for the 130-somethth time is Mr. Crofton Steers. Crofton. Hey, Bo Schwartz. Hey, Hey, Mike. Hey, Star Trek nerds. Also, uh, did Bo, did you say that your name was Bo Schwartz? I don't think you did. I think I just introduced you for the first time. Reintroduced. Yeah. Allow, please allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Hove. Ooh, did, did it. Okay, that's a Jay-Z thing. Um, yep, I'm Bo Schwartz. Hello. <laughs> it's a great song, incidentally, and a great first line to a song. Um, so, gentlemen, yeah, I'll yeah. have you know that I am I am in my jammy jams right now. And like got, you win your well, jammies? It's got, it's got, this is sort of like the, you know, it's hard to have a jammy jam shirt. It's not like a onesie, an adult onesie or whatever. I got some nice fuzzy slippers on and I feel, I feel pretty, pretty cozy. Like I feel pretty comfortable. I got my coffee here just drinking. You make you drink your coffee at eight at night? Yeah, I am too. Yeah, I'm going to bed for a couple hours. Oh, jeez. I'm having one too, for the record. Yeah, but (laughs) I have but, coffee in the morning. Yeah, but I have coffee some... once in the morning and once in the evening. Generally, I have once in the morning and once in the afternoon. I feel like that's the evening. There's always a chance I'll be up all night. Oh, uh, baby, all night. All right. What, Sorry. One of like... my superpowers is the ability to sleep on cue, uh, pretty much for as long as I want. So I don't really worry about caffeine. A useful power. I do not possess that power, so I have to think about. You should things. volunteer yourself, Crofton, for medical research. If you're able to fall asleep on command, you might be very helpful in testing certain. There's drugs. a lot of people like that. My Andrea's like that. She falls asleep in like five seconds. Sweet. And so does all her siblings. Well, that see, it might run in the family. Maybe it's like, maybe we're like X Men or something. Are you brothers like that? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Well, yeah, I know one person who's definitely not like that, and that's me. Yeah, <laughs> you're like sleep fall asleep for hours, command. awake for thirty six hours, sleep for three hours, awake for eight hours. My my sleep for eighteen hours. You're so screwed up. My there. my brain is like supremely disobedient in any directives associated with sleep. I have to tire myself out. But that's why. Look, but you just said you're drinking a coffee and it's eight eighteen. In the evening, maybe you're the type of person who shouldn't drink coffee when you're at all in the evening. Now you'll That's, be up till two, and you'll be like, "Oh, I just can't sleep." I would agree with that in the sense that coffee actually like kicks me in the ass. I definitely, I can definitely feel it now. It's really it, when taking care of my kid, which is much more tiring than actually working at my job. I need a coffee in the afternoon, like like Mike specified, to get me the right the rest of the way to the to the end zone, which is that sweet sweet seven o'clock bedtime. Mm-hmm. For her, not me. Although <laughs> I could fall asleep then, because as we've already ascertained, I can fall asleep on cue. Well, this week's uh, do pre-show it. conversation brought to you by Thirty Something Magazine: Coffee drinking <laughs> habits and sleep times. Just exciting stuff. It's <laughs> true stuff. What? Let's what? hope we get a good topic today. Uh, all right. Well, you guys ready to just dive in? 
to put on our conversation bibs. Well, it's not like we're just jiving in. We just rambled about random crap for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you ready to slowly crawl into the muck? Yeah, of let's do it. Conversation. All right. I've been crawling already. Um, well, Mike, I'm waiting for you to start the thing. I'm ready. Yeah. How is that thing, by the way? Does it need any parts? Is it in good condition? We haven't just really start the machine. Well, you know, safety first, dude. Occupational health and health and safety is really important. I just want to know if Mike's done an inspection. Like I that. don't fix anything till it breaks. It hasn't broke yet, so it's uh, not broken, as far as I'm concerned. All right. Well. <laughs> Rest in peace, David Bowie. And Alan Rickman. <coughs> uh, uh, and it's always made those fumes, so I feel like that's just how it works. Um, the topic today is power. And I assume that we're not talking about, like, electricity. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Well, yeah. I think if we get the topic as power, it's not electricity. Cause then that's that pretty, makes- like broad but i guess it makes sense as a topic to talk about some people have a lot of power in the world and some people have none let's 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 make it let's bring it let's have a town hall meeting about it let's ask the question do we have any power who wants to answer that question first and if they're even comfortable talking about it well it depends it's like it's such a vague and broad thing like power over what power over what time my daughter goes to bed? Power over, you know, what I what I'm able to do in my life. Power over uh, the country that I live in. Like, I mean, well, there's I, different I, levels of power. But yeah, exactly. But that's you know, it's all those things you just mentioned. But also, as it extends to like maybe power over other people, power to influence things like yeah, the country you live in or the direction the world moves in. And, you know, some people have a lot of it. Like, we all have some degree of power, though there definitely are some people who have basically none. Uh, But us, if you're asking the question, what power do we have? Um, You you know, if I think of myself, I have the power to more or less decide how my life goes, more or less. I don't actually – I'm not independently wealthy, so that's – I'm lacking in power there to fully decide what I do with my time. But I can choose what kind of employment to have. That's a certain power. I can exercise the right to vote if I want to participate in our, you know, election of. But that's about that's about it. If you could, you so can run I, for I, office. If I you could wanna. run for office. Yeah, I yeah. could. But, you, but there's to... nothing. There's nothing stopping you from doing it. I'm saying like that's what I mean. Like there's nothing impeding you really from 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 doing that. You could go. There's. Up, there's... But yeah, well, yeah, no, it's true. But I mean, if you're looking at kind of reality of running for office you need some chance of winning i.e you need people to donate money for you You might need to have have to do but that but that's all part of power you might need time and yeah time investment but what i'm saying is that there's nothing that's uh pro when you're saying like these are the only elements of power i have in my life like technically there's tons that we just choose not to do or yeah but because of like realistic like if you're someone like look at Donald Trump in the states, he's someone with with a fair amount of power because he has a lot of money, and yeah. I feel like you can't talk about power without talking about money to some extent. He's able to, you know, he's able to make himself famous uh, beyond just being a business person because he's had he's had the money to do that and get involved in the entertainment industry, and he has the money to run for, for the presidency because he's a billionaire. He has much more power than – so anyone can run for president in the United States in theory, but we all know in practice that you cannot because it takes a billion dollars to run for, for president. And if you don't have it and you can't earn it, you don't have that power. And it's basically the same here. Um, so I think I, – I feel like we have limited pow- power, although I will say you know, here we are on the, on the airwaves. So we could, you know, if we could motivate our, our listeners, <laughs> that that's a certain kind of power. Like, yeah, for sure. Just, Influence and stuff. Well, yeah, like Justin Bieber has a lot of power because he can yeah. tweet like, hey, y'all, I like cats, y'all. And everyone would be like, oh, we should treat cats better. And it's like he has power <laughs> to influence people because 
He's very famous. Well, there's that that website called Clout. I think it's that that gives people different clout scores, which is their their essentially Twitter power, their social media uh, power. And it was really funny because at one point they just like assessed what the Canadian our previous Canadian prime minister's clout score was when he was in office as compared to what Justin Bieber and other Canadians clout score was. And it was ridiculous. Like, like it was just like Bieber's clout score is like 500 times higher than like the prime minister of this country you know so So that's a different type of power if there's a connecting thought to what's been discussed so far is that you know we have freedoms to do certain things but power seems to give you influence over other individuals or situations or actors I agree with um, that. World, that like, power is having that influence, yeah, you know, in and, some way. And it, it, there's a scope. Like, there are things you might have power over and then might not based on the amount of money you have or the position you hold within a community or a corporation or a government structure. Um, so, like, I feel like we're all affected by power. Either we have it or we are on the receiving end of powers or most likely both. Um, so again, did either of you say that you felt like you had any power? I feel like, like when you look at the entire world and you look, and I look at myself in that world that I have a lot of power. I feel like, I feel like, um, I can, at my job, for instance, I could speak truth to power and not be, not, not have any concern about losing my job. I've done all sorts of stuff like that all the time. I have a lot of money in which I'm able to, uh, like, for an individual, I think, in which I can, you know, exercise purchasing power and that sort of thing, uh, if if need be. I If I want to make choices in my life or pursue sort of opportunities, I can do that. I have a high personal degree of power. In terms of, in terms of um, the entire, like, country or the world – Obviously, my power is is much lesser, right? Uh, when when and talking about power over other people, like I don't have a tremendous amount of of, of that. I may have some influence over some people, but not a tremendous let's, amount. Of let's like, put some context on that. You have a union in your work environment, is that correct? Yeah, so, but it's not just the union. It's it's, I guess, it's the whole way this the, the workplace but, is structured. Sure, the if anything, over- uh, managers often have like I was recently acting as the manager have have in many ways less power than well than the people underneath them. That's what I'm driving at because if the person you answer to has a bad day, um, you're a lot more protected than say someone in a situation where. You might be worried if someone has a bad day, they're going to take it out on you. Um, that Thanksgiving dinner you're going for, cancel it. I need you to work. And you're like, oh, I need this job. I guess I better do the thing. Where, you know, if you're in a union environment, you have some protections. You can't. That's absolutely yourself. right. So that's what I meant with personal power. Yeah. Like, it's like, I, if you ask me how much, I, how much power I feel like I have as an individual and I compare it to most of everybody like living in poor countries in or in Africa or something, I have a tremendous amount uh, of power. I could select to do a lot of things with my life. I have no debt or whatever. I could just, you know, go somewhere very inexpensive to live and buy a lot of stuff and hire a lot of people if I wanted to, right? But obviously, I, that's not the choice that I choose to make. So I, I'd say I have like a large degree of personal, but not necessarily in... I'm not one of the big players. I'm not in the on the global scene. I don't have a. You I'm are on the global scene. Good, bad, or bullshit has a worldwide reach, dude. Oh yeah, the craftaholics. <laughs> I forget about them sometimes, yeah. but yeah, there's there. I'm li- limited to that that in that. We, ha- we have a niche audience. Let's be real. We're, we haven't hit the. We're not on HBO yet. Right. But, you know, it's funny you're we'll just saying um, about uh, about unions and just before the show what we mentioned. What Donald Trump, or I mentioned Donald Trump a second ago, and we talked about the current Canadian equivalent. What's his name again? Kevin O'Leary. Kevin O'Leary, right. And there was some quote, he was, uh, I heard him, because now he's considering running for um, the leader of the Conservative Party in Canada, and there was some quote from a few years back where he was like, make me Prime Minister for 15 minutes, and he's like, I'll make unions illegal, and anyone still a member of a union will be thrown in jail. And, and and like, that sounds ridiculous, but this is, a, this is someone, because he's a... a very wealthy man has been able to put himself into a position with a lot of influence and reach through the media and now is potentially running to be leader of of, of a 
of a political party. Uh, and this guy has a lot of power, you know, like it or not. And it's funny when you, when you think of someone who has a lot of individual power, like like him or like Donald Trump or whatever. And that statement he said about uh, unions and you just sort of we just talked maybe you have a little bit more power because you have union pr- protection sometimes i feel when we're talking about you know the power is not distributed equally sometimes i feel like people who want a lot of it don't like to share it either and a statement like that from someone like him is sort of is kind of proof of that to be like you know r- reducing other people's power is increases his and i feel like that's like kind of person i i should I should clarify just before we go too far down the union hole here. It's not because of a union that I can speak truth to power at my work. It's because I've reached the point in my career where I'm a desired commodity. It sounds bad putting it in those terms, but like there are other people that would hire me if my current employer didn't. I'm they want me for my you know I have like Liam Neeson. I have a select set of skills. Um, and and so so that's why that's the main reason is well is like, I'm, be, but beyond that there's there's a, there's a culture where like there would have been a time where <clears throat> that would not have been possible unless you were born to a certain class of family for sure uh, for things like union have unions have instilled a culture in which this is possible so I'm, I didn't bring unions up I'm 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 just saying that I want to clarify yeah, oh did but I think it's a valid so. point because I guess it, when you it, say things like speak truth to power, it's like I'm not considering that on a professional level. You're like, my professional opinion on this particular – it's more like, um, you know, this work situation, for example, is unsafe and I refuse to work. Or people well, should no, be refusing to work because of uh, it's unsafe. What steps are we take? Like things well, that would- the people in power – would maybe not rather hear when you speak truth you speak all of it and and that's what i mean we're in a unionized environment or an environment that's very respectful towards um, employment law a lot of care is made to make sure actions are not taken you know based out of emotion but i've you know i have experience with with workplaces where like if someone's having a bad day you get punished by it you feel bad like these like it's unprofessional but you know there are periods in history where that's been the case. I would speak – like in those situations, I would absolutely speak truth to power. But I think that that's, that's a narrow uh, view of the one of one opportunity of speaking truth to power. Speaking truth to power is when, when um, the uh, above senior management or whomever has uh, uh, something that they want to hear and you tell them what they need to hear on any on, – on any issue and a lot of people are nervous to do that for whatever reasons mostly job security um and and then they feel they don't have a, a, a sizable amount of personal power bringing it back to the power conversation because they feel like they can't say what they should say because they feel they feel threatened and i don't have that yes union protection is one of those reasons but another one is like the fact that um you know you you're, you're someone who's Who's good with your money? You, you don't you don't blow it all on on stuff. So you you're not. I mean, you have always referred to it as your what was it, your fuck you fund or something. You have like a, a, a an amount of money that you've you've squirreled away, and rightly so. Most pe- everyone should do something like this, so that if things go awry, you can just be like fuck this job, I'm out of here. But a lot of people, and again, you know, come back to power and how much it's related to money is, is that security. Yeah. Like I know a ton of people with good jobs who are paycheck to paycheck. And, and and do not want to rock the boat. And so having a bit of money where you'd be like, you know what, it might take you know six months to find another good job. I don't care. I got I got the money. Uh, you know that 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 allows you to have that power. But it's interesting again how so much of it is related to uh, to money. And I think that you when we think of you're like in the in the world, you know who, who we have a fair amount of power in this country because we're a wealthy country. Um, uh, we have we have a lot of enshrined freedoms, and when I think of people who have no power and having uh, traveled in some um, developing nations where some people are are destitute and there aren't social security nets, and you and you know that, that some people are just they have no power. Uh, especially, uh, I, I recall walking um, down this street in in uh, Indonesia, and there was this man on the on the, uh, begging for money. And I don't know. He had some kind of disease. His leg was like covered in sores, and it, he looked horrible. And I was thinking, like that poor man's life. Like he was literally sitting in a gutter. There's there's nothing for him. He, he if anyone throws him some change, that person has no power in the world. They're no. probably just trying to keep himself fed until they die some unhappy death somewhere. 
and you're like that that's like the other end that's no power and I think that ties in – like I think what you're saying is true and I think it would be hard to deny that money is power. I, I, I mean like the, the Powerball lotto that w- recently was drawn uh, over a billion dollars and everybody was freaking out and they were all – you know, all the reporters shoved the microphones in people's faces and say, what would you do if you won this? And, and, the, uh, and there's really two things you can do. Three things if you count making the world a better place. But the first two are buying goods and the second one is buying services. And if you're buying services, um, like one guy said, I'm going to buy tons of hookers and blow. That guy was awesome, by the way. (laughs) So like in the line. So that guy – but that guy, like what are are, the the hookers or whatever – well, or if you go on a cruise, I'm going to Disney World, or I'm going on a cruise. I'm pay, I'm paying people to you know entertain me in some sort of way. That's like that money quickly turns into influence, and then people are you know I've walked in lots of markets in 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 Mexico or wherever where I'm just surrounded by people trying to sell me stuff because they recognize me as having money and them wanting to get that money. So I have this sort of there's this level of power and and influence. So money definitely. No question for me is power. But I guess my question with regards to power is like – and we talked about hierarchies on this show and I I was of the point of view that like you destroy the world tomorrow and rebuild it. There's always going to be some form of hierarchies. Like power feels like one of those things like death. You can't get rid of it. You know, it's always going to be – there's always going to be power. It's just based in – interactions when you have a relationship between two people there's often a balance of power in that relationship right off so like it's just like it is the way of things that that might be a defeatist attitude because there are a lot of people throughout history who've written I, i view the socialist manifesto or goals or the philosophy of such to be one of eliminating this idea of power that if we live in a community of equals, then there must be some way that power relation, there's no abuse of power because at the, at the end of the day, I think what ends up happening is that imbalance, which I think is starting to show itself, you know, here in North America and certainly plenty of examples the world over is that, you know, people suffer at the whims of those in power. Well, it's, I would. I mean, I, I would agree with, with with you, Bo, and sort of disagree with you, Crofton. Though you're not, your view's not wrong in that in that it's kind of based in in reality, in the sense that yes, there always are people who want power, but but that's like that's the problem. There's you, always that, power in every single relationship. There, there's always power, but but the problem is not that that you have to be. The, the problem is that there are people who don't want to share it. So if you talk about a relationship and power dynamics in a relationship, it's probably because you have people who are willing to compromise more or less. You have someone who wants to compromise less, they might have end up with more power in a situation. But ultimately, that's the fault of that person because they're just like, mm, it's my way or the highway or, or, or whatever. And they might have more self-esteem than the other person or whatever, and you get a, a relationship power imbalance. And it's the same with it. Like, I think you're right in the sense that these things will naturally occur. But I'd be like, why is that? Is that a law of nature or is it just because people are assholes and someone is like, I could I could listen to this person's opinion, but I don't want to. And if I hit them on the head with this stick and kill them, other people will be afraid of me and now I'll get what I want. And you're not wrong to be like, that might be how things work, but is it good? And, I'll, and I'm like, yeah. no, I, my My point is that power, to, to paraphrase Bo Schwartz, power is a thing. And and it's uh, it's essentially something that that is never going to go away. So you you judge it on that. And taking taking out of uh, the equation humans, say you have a cheetah and it catches an antelope in its mouth or whatever, it now has power over that antelope's life. It chooses to kill it. It chooses to play around with it before it kills it. Like power is always going to be in nature. It is. It, it is just something that is that is there. It's. It's not like it's such a broad topic. Uh, and every single relationship, no, no matter between humans, no matter how well managed it is, there is always an element of uh, of power in there. So my my thing is when rating something good, bad, or bullshit, like on on this show, it's very difficult to to. Like it is possible 
to rate something bad that is that is something that cannot be changed. Like I forget what I gave death, but I feel like I might have given it bad, even though I recognize that it's probably necessary. Um, the power is just one of those things where I'm like, it's, there's always going to be some level of power in, in, in humans, in the animal kingdom, in anything. I kind of, I disagree a little bit with this, with the, the nature analogy. And I, I do think that a lot of, when we talk about power, it's a, it's, it's a human dynamic, not a naturally occurring one. It's a contrived one, I, I, I think. And we talk about the animal one, like it's, it's not as clear cut as that. Like you use the example of a cheetah killing an antelope. And that's it's not really reflective of reality. Like life as a top predator is much more difficult than life as a herbivore. So you know, which one has more power? One can kill the other, but one lives a much harder and meager existence than the other, which is the which is the predator. Like it's not it's not the same. I'm talking about in that moment, once they've caught the other one. I'm not talking about them walking you could be like how much power does the cheetah have prowling the, the savanna compared to the, the antelope, but in that moment where the cheetah is chasing the antelope or captures them, they have, they're have they exerting their dominance and power over them. Yeah, and that specific thing, but if, if things go right, like the top predators are the ones that die, go extinct first. Like, it's just, they're precarious. So they lack power in certain it's areas, just, you know? Yeah, like, but that's what I'm saying, is that you can look at it all these different ways. When we talk just, about... I think you're getting caught up in the example. What I'm saying is that power is a thing that exists, and it, it, it's not something that that we can say, you know, power is bad. It needs to go away forever. It's bad. We need to replace it with something else. It is something that that exists that that can be managed in different ways. And when Bo's talking about uh, socialism and all that, that's a way of, of managing power. Uh, it, it's dividing it up equally or attempting to uh, but but it's still it's still it doesn't eliminate power power is always there and there will always be people and individuals grasping for power and on a micro level there'll be interactions between uh individuals and people that that are like i'll give you i'll give you an easy example and this is like if you if you ever meet somebody who likes you sort of a, as a friend and you might not like them quite as much and, and and they want to hang out with you all the time and and you want to be nice to them and you enjoy them from time to time but at the same time don't want to hang out with them all the time. Well, then you end up like to use Seinfeld's term with relationships, you have hand in the relationship and that's essentially – that's essentially power. It, it's like you have and, – and that power is being given to you by the other person. They're saying, I desperately want to hang out with you and, and, and you're like, well, my schedule is pretty full right now. So you, you're essentially being given something by them. But that's always going to happen. Like there's always going to be that sort of – those sort of interactions throughout. Like if you raise the earth and start it again, like people would still have these sort of power dynamics between each other. That's what I'm trying to say. It's a thing – I think I, I I think there's 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 a lot of truth to what Crofton's saying. I think that you know, it's a th- yeah, it's it, a thing. But do how, is it like so? It, can it be over? Can it be completely bad? Or are we just stuck between bullshit and good? Is what is I guess my I think it, my I think it can be bad because no, I think it could easily be but, easily be bad. No, Overall power, not circum individual circumstances. I'm talking about power overall. Generally, yeah. But, yeah. No, well, but yeah, okay. no, I I agree. Like, but to say it can easily <laughs> overall be bad, and in fact, I would say it's more likely to be bad or bullshit than than even good, uh, because it's one of those things. Like, if it was, say, it was shared equally, say you could eliminate assholes from the equations who weren't trying to screw over their fellow person and get the upper hand, and everyone just always compromised. As much as they possibly could, possibly could that um, that then that, that then you'd have like a power equilibrium, and then it'd be like a moot point. It'd be nothing. It, it, no one would care about it. So if you had power in an equally divided fashion, you, you wouldn't even think about it. You only only tend to think of it when someone has more of it than you, and then it, when it gets abused. I feel like it's more likely when it's out of balance leads to a bad thing rather than good things so and it being in equilibrium it's like neutral so i feel like it leans way more towards being a bad thing across the board than a good thing well and and let's let's talk about okay so i want to get back to something i wanted to talk about earlier i want to earmark it because you know uh, is pat can we rate power bad yes we can but we have to think about it in bigger terms but i want to talk a little bit about you know power like 
it f- it is fun to have. Power is fun. It's great. And oftentimes when you have power, you don't see it. You, it's not something that you, you're like, man, I got a lot of power in this situation. Let me uh, milk it for all it's worth. Let, let people suffer. Granted, there are megalomaniacs out there. And, you know, certainly that's the case. I think, you know, when you have... When people march to the beat of your drum... Uh, you it can be you can start to feel like that's the natural order of things and that's the way it is you know i it's been a while now since i've had my last job where i was managing employees but there was a certain amount of self importance associated with the outcome of what the 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 work operation i was trying to uh, you know get a handle on there was a certain amount of rationale and justification for you know, treating people certain way that I would never treat outside of the work context in that way because it goes against my value system. But feeling justifiable in that, you know, someone's not up to standards, so therefore I can, you know, make someone, you know, I can effectively have ways of punishing people and ways of making them feel bad and feel feeling like they owe me and things of that nature. Like there's, there is a real sense when you have power, real power, that you don't see it, and in fact, you think it's just the way of things and kind of benign and normal. And um, you know, metal I, money rains from the sky when you have power. You heard that? So you like to like having down. power, no, but, to, <laughs> but to to jump on to Bo's point, I think it's astute because I I start thinking about um, um, say video games I play, many of which are power fantasies, where you're playing a character that is imbued with. Power. Sometimes the world revolves around. I was talking to Bo about this the other day. So you're always playing a character in which the world revolves around your every choice. You're, you you often have extremely powerful uh, attributes. Meanwhile, the most popular movies in theaters right now are uh, comic book movies. They continue with superheroes. The whole the whole point of those movies again is is they are they are uh, power fantasies because uh, people even and even myself like desire that sort of escapism and. and and uh, and they're so they're they're leaning towards these these situations, fictional situations where the protagonists have power, and in the case of video games, you're able to inhibit them, so it gives you that sense. So there is something seductive and attractive for sure. But, and I would say I enjoy it when I'm playing it in those contexts. Sure, like I totally agree. Those are really good points. But what the interesting thing to me is, like, I see it. I see it as the inverse. Like the reason we like we like. We like power, and um, I've thought about this a lot. And uh, when I was younger, and used to write about stuff like this, I realized that a lot of my science fiction writing was very like power fantasy based, and, and same with playing video games. But what I, you know, what I realized, and I think this is true, is it is that this desire, which I, I think is expressed broadly across humanity, it stems from powerlessness and the realization that most of us are more or less powerless like really so would it be nice to be superman yes like you'd be above everyone else you, you have the ability to do things no one else can do i think the desire for power stems from the realization that we're powerless and everyone wants it and i think that's a tad unfortunate in the sense that um for, to be powerful in that way you have to have people under you you know like you can't all be superman if everyone was Superman, it'd be like meh. You'd just take the bus and whatever. No one would care. <laughs> but like, but, but don't you think? Don't you think that the most powerful people in the world watch these power fantasies, play these video games? Like, I hear these these stories of like you know dictators that have like you know an Xbox and are playing video games and you know watching the latest iron man movie or whatever like because sure, they're still they're still they're still limited even the most powerful people in the world it's like that bob dylan song you got to serve somebody you know it's an awesome song it's like you may be the president or you may be whatever but you still got to serve somebody it's an excellent song and really a lot to it and it's just everyone is is mortal and every everyone ultimately has to bend to somebody else sometime and uh and, and we'll have this desire to be like beyond that and when I think about this stuff, I think I've realized because I've had certain situations in my life where I've felt I've, there's been power dynamics, right? And some where I've been the upper hand and some where I've been the underhand and, and felt powerless. And I realized that I dislike um, the powerless, um, being powerless much, much more than I like 
feeling powerful. And 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 in, and in situations where I felt powerful, I've, I, I it's kind of almost tweaked me the wrong way. Where I'm like, this is kind of I feel a bit egocentric and narcissistic, and and feel like I need to check myself because because I reflecting on times where I felt powerless and realizing that this dyna- dynamic is in a different state. If I just enjoyed it and was like, oh, I'll exploit this situation to my advantage. Uh, which some people might do. I just feel like, where does that lead us? It just it just leads us uh, always trying to find a way to get ahead of people, like, and and that's part of my problem with like power as a whole. It drives people towards I think sometimes negative actions. And and there, here I have a concrete example of that. I had a peer manager. I won't mention who it was, and it's not a really big deal. But who? tell us who. Bo. No, no, no. And it's not a big deal. And this is nothing against this person. So if he happens to be listening, it's not a criticism. It's just a discussion about power. Um, who employees would, of their own accord, or you know, offer to get them coffee at break, like you know, pay for it potentially. I think in most cases, but not a big deal. Everyone's making enough money. It's not, it's not an issue. But the point is. I hated that. I would I would never want somebody to fetch my coffee for me. Like, I had a moral issue with the fact that I get a break. If I want to go get a coffee, I get off my ass. I'll go get a coffee. And I wonder if that isn't a certain type of indoctrination that's out there in the world that we live in where we get hung up. I know I get hung up with my middle class or lower class morality of, like, I'm not going to take advantage of my fellow man and woman. I'm not going to, you know, be a predator. And then certain people would just feel like, well, I'm a manager. People serve me. Like, there's pe- people are very comfortable. And it's a small thing, but it's not a small thing. Governing people's, people, people's behavior is distasteful, is something that feels good and... And is the way of the world, it is perfectly natural. Again, it's not a criticism, but certainly things like that would really make me feel conflicted. And I would often try to not take advantage of it, even though, I mean, I could have put the foot on the accelerator in those small cases. Now, granted, my environment was very respectful towards employment law, very good work environment. But you start to think about the kinds of environments where money talks and, you know, um, people get to like piss on your face to get ahead and 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 to to do all kinds of shitty things like in an environment where that morality is way looser and i think of like wall street people i think of like lawyers and shit like i think of these like and i have no firsthand experience but i think about environments where this kind of bad behavior is permissible in a world that can create dickholes like trump and like kevin o'leary who are like you want to like them because they have a braggadocio and a charisma and then they open their mouth and they say the dumbness, most entitled giant shit things ever and don't feel weird about it. They feel perfectly entitled to that. They're, they have that them alone and Kevin O'Leary said it, give me 15 minutes as prime minister and I'll make all the yeah. decisions smarter than everyone else. Like that's megalomania. Like it's insane. Right. And, you know, just just getting back because I, like I tried to early, earlier when I was saying like agreeing with Mike, I was saying money, money is power for sure in terms of like, you know, capitalist society and all that sort of thing. But power is a broader topic than just money in the current society that we live in. And that's sort of what I was trying to get it, uh, add a bit with the relationship dynamics and stuff because it's one thing to be like yeah it's you know my manager at this boss and this capitalist system that we're in or whatever blah mm-hmm. blah blah it's is, is annoying or I can get away with this or I can't get a, get away with that but like I I think that that what what's so hard about power is that we're not talking about hierarchies anymore and we're not talking about uh, capitalism and we're not talking about and and these things play in because again money is power but but there is like there is influence and getting back to what we were saying about uh justin bieber and and he is somebody that has you know gained celebrity through uh through money and 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 and, uh, this sort of thing but it's possible to um become an influencer uh, in many different ways, and when you are an influencer, you then have a certain amount of power. Some some of that is is can be done 
through money. Sometimes you can just be like, I see people who there's a, there's a local celebrity around, um, around my place that just like posts a lot on Twitter, does artwork and all this sort of stuff, does historical research of all things. And because I live in such a nerdy city, he acquired a sizable amount of local Twitter followers and now has like some pull in the mayor's office and stuff. So like that's, it, it, there's different there's different sort of dynamics other than just like dollar you know dollars and cents and capitalism around power and that's why I find it so complicated because I I would love to just be able to slam it wholeheartedly and be like oh yeah power is 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 horrible because uh, I'd hate to be in a situation where I have no power and and uh, and that but like at the same point I, it just seems like so complicated that it's hard to do that for yeah. me I I, I don't even but I, see like I, yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with a lot of what you're you're saying. But, you're saying, but but well, no, yeah, but I but it's I, popular. The internet has accelerated popular opinion, but not even. But it's anyone who's step, affected by popular opinion. The internet well, has made it way more okay, frantic. But one, uh, but one of my point is like, you don't just unless you're like you know Prince William or something, or that you're just born into a position where you have some kind of cloud in the world. Um, and, and a lot of people are do have that head start, but generally, and I really think this is kind of the fact: um, people who have power are also people who crave power. I really think this is true in hierarchies, in organizations, in politics, in entertainment, in all of those places. Those people didn't become powerful because it just happened. It, it happened because they they sought to make it happen. Um, and, and it's it's true. Like when I, I worked in a very hierarchical before I took my leave of absence, and, and people who are trying to get up the chain, who want to be a you know assistant deputy minister, or something like that, they're people who crave power. Like and and they might talk a good game about like oh public service and whatever. The bottom line is they like to tell people I'm I'm the head of uh, a thousand people I manage, and that makes them feel powerful. And and that's seen at even as soon as you get in any kind of mad management cadre. And Bo, I'm sure you you felt this before when you said you felt a little bit to be like, oh yeah, I managed twenty some people. It's just something you can say offhandedly that puts you in a position where you're like, that's power. And generally, um, generally, people who who seek to have a lot of it uh, will will get it because people who don't, they're not going to just fall into it. Like you're not going to become prime minister or president by just being a good person well, and doing the right I, thing. There, there is the uh, there it's is the other happen. there is the other way to get there though, and that's to be really good at solving a problem or being good at like because I didn't crave becoming a I didn't crave the power of it. I and this and maybe this is the egoism where I'm like, you know, I feel like I can tell people what to do really effectively. Like I feel like I can organize individuals, motivate them on a task find an efficient path to it and get people on board. Okay, like, but just to that, cut, like, I want to cut you off because you didn't I want to like cut it. both of you off, but I haven't done it yet. <laughs> okay, well, I was just going to say, because you didn't like it, Bo, and you quit, and you kept saying, I hate what this has done to me. Right. And it's like, you could have kept climbing up and, being, and gotten higher in that organization, uh, but you chose to do something which was more fulfilling to you as a person. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Bro. So not not to like I don't want to keep having this circular thing, but I feel like you guys are having a separate conversation and you're not listening to me. And then when I talk, Mike says, I agree with everything you're saying, but let's talk more about hierarchies. What what I'm what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say here is that power is more than just like the the structure of businesses and and workplaces and all that sort of stuff there are different types of power and it's a much more complex topic than just bringing it back to like the the work that we currently do sure. in this current society that we actually you know that I, we live in I have at another this one moment. for you I have another one for you that you haven't mentioned uh, uh, another what Another well, you said it's not just the money and business that you mentioned influencers, like the social right. media aspect. I have another one: gender. There's clearly power dynamics between the genders, like, and it's systemic in our community. It's got you know, it, it's reflected in money and in business, but it's reflected also in interpersonal relationships and For sure, and same probably like with races just, too. There's, just there's having the power dynamics. Just having the male gender makes you, you know, in. Th- on some I, I wish I wouldn't be quoted saying this. It makes you more valued in the way in our culture, like, and it's reflected in a lot of aspects. Even though I think there, are, there's a lot of work being done by people to change it. It's it still holds true. And I think that that is even 
greater in other cultures like yeah. around the world because again power is everywhere it's around the world it's not just in north america and and i think that Bo's point and and the same thing i with race as well and and yes. uh and dynamics like just being of a certain race will give you inherent power over others and i i use the example when i use the example of twitter earlier i was trying to but i was trying to use the example of influencers and to to make it even in even more plain language without resorting to technology metaphors like like i'm a generally pretty affable likable guy there's a bunch of people at my work that may say want to go to lunch with me for instance and then i i might have to determine okay i'm going to go to lunch with this person but not necessarily these people they're giving me a certain amount of 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 control over you're socially powerful yeah it 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 Yes, exactly. So, like, in those sorts of situations, I am. But it's different than, like, you know, a high, you know, I'm pursuing this social power or, or like, I'm doing – it's just something that's there and that I have to manage and they have to manage, you know? Like, it seems, like, okay. inevitable. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, though, because the thing when people talk about power, like, even though you're not trying to sound like a, a dickhead. I know, I know, I know. But what it that's the like. thing. When you start talking about power and it's like, oh, it's just, I can't help it. I'm so well-liked. I have to manage <laughs> people like, I divvy up my time to because it's like a reward to them when I spend time with them. And you're not trying to sound like a dickhead, but what you're, what you're, but what you're showing is that you're in a situation of power and you're yes. describing this and it makes you sound like an asshole because you have other people. Like every rela- I firmly believe that every relationship between two people has some form of power dynamic. Yeah, but and, that, like, and it's it, about managing it. It's true, but it's like a lot of this is, like, you know, it's related to, again, like if people, like you probably have a lot of self-esteem and maybe some of these, some other people have less self-esteem. It's and- hard not to have self-esteem when you look this good. <laughs> well, you have lots of, you must have lots of peons to validate you, uh, you know, because I didn't think GQ called you up for a photo but shoot. But I wanted to, like, okay, so, like, the only, so, to me, so far, you kind of wanted to, to, you were like, it's not about hierarchy, not, and in my head, I'm like, yeah, no, it is exactly about this, and, and, and when Bo brought up, like, gender and race, these are all, all, these are all forms of hierarchy, and we talked about this subject already, but power is the more like base root of it all. Uh, and I think these things are like inextricably linked, and you're saying that – and you were, it was like you were, you were getting at like, no, they're, it, they're different, and the power is just this thing. And the only example that hasn't seemed clear is you're like, look, take me for example. I'm so awesome. Everyone likes me. Uh, and it's not – I didn't try to get to be this awesome. I just am. And, and it was like, and I wouldn't disagree. You're a well liked person, and uh, I, I, you see, this but, is what I mean. That, that's the only example I've seen where, where you're pointing out that it's like it just was like this, you know. But no, I've given it, I've given examples just, from the everything from the animal kingdom to social media to my own personal life. I'm telling you that power exists outside of just a basic hierarchical structure. When we did hierarchies, you told me that that. Um, because I claimed that if we laid waste to the world, that hierarchies would just come right back up. And you said that that lacked imagination, that there was potentially other ways to do things and that maybe that that, that, that would happen. If that was the case, there would still be power dynamics. Power dynamics aren't 100% tied in overlapping with hierarchy and, and business and capitalism. That's what I'm saying. It's different. Power is different and it's omnipresent. And that's 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 think, what's I so think, difficult I about think it. Maybe some of the confusion is that you can look at the power dynamics that you're talking about and map it out in your brain like a hierarchy. Like if you're looking for a way to, to draw it, you know, but I think when we did our show on hierarchies, we were talking about actual systems of intentional hierarchy in the world. Whereas, like your cheetah and giraffe example, you could you could map out a hierarchy of the animal king. Like you could make a map of that, call it the hierarchy, because I think that's a correct descriptor. And and you know, we're still sort of. I th- I think it's a it, this is um I think you're right, Crofton. I think Michael is also right. I just think the disconnecting thing here, the, the, the di- animal thing, doesn't make. You sense. can map it anyway, out, and it that makes map would sense. You can it's map power. it out on a piece of. We're not on, talking no. about hierarchy. You can map, Who has power over the other in that situation. But, Crofton, what I'm saying is, you yeah. can map it out on a piece of paper and label it a hierarchy. But it, I know what you're saying is that this isn't an intended structure created as a hierarchy. This is just nature. 
And and yes, you're well, I'm right. I'm trying to move and away Mike, from hierarchies. You're, right. you're trying to stick them on everything. I'm just trying to interpret what Mike's intent here is to come to some sort of resolution and understanding. But Mike keeps shaking his head no. Because you keep – because look, you, you keep, <laughs> the, the animal thing is bugs me because I don't think power exists in nature as it does in, in human relationships. Like because it, you can they look say at – a bear is powerful, what are they saying? But look – they're, they're, what what they're just saying is strong. Yeah, it, those are diff, those are different things. It's a form, strength those is a are form different power. things because when in nature you can look at things. Just let me finish. You can look at things <laughs> in a you can look at things in a lot of different ways. You want to think, oh, the the mighty Siberian tiger. There's like what twenty left in the world, or the or like the squirrel. Okay, there's millions of friggin' squirrels. <laughs> no one thinks the squirrel's powerful, but squirrels got no problems. The Siberian tiger is about to be gone forever. You know, like what's powerful? So you say, oh, it can kill something. Big deal. It's going to be extinct. There's you know, different power types. There's work different the types of power. Though. For sure, there's different types of power. If there were like ten supermen, but we all had crypt, uh, kryptonite guns, yeah, we could kill the supermen all the time. But they still can fly around and shoot lasers out of their eyes until we kill them. So we have power. They have power. There's different types. Power is complicated like that, for sure. I think power exists in the animal kingdom. I think I think it's complicated, and and it's I guess. Um, while we're not saying two different things and we're, we're totally trying to define a, a, a topic, and I think that our verdicts won't be too far apart, um, I, I, it just bugs me how you guys keep ending up talking about workplace and work environment but, because, because I think – because I think that is a limited view of po- what power is. I don't think it is. I think because I think part of what power is is intent and, intent and influence and desire to, to do something with it. Like when, when an animal who is powerful, a bear – is is killing something? He's they're doing it's doing it to eat it. It's not like I'm the big. It's not or like defend, it's I don't know defend its young or something. What? But it doesn't matter. It's doing it for some specific reason. But human beings exert power in a way that does not is not for those reasons. But they it's, also exert power for specific reasons in the same way. But like, look, where you see it happen in nature is where there are situations similar to human ones, like social situations, like when you have like. Like, like silverback, silverback gorillas, like fighting each other for dominance. But that's very, that's just, it, it's a similar social construct to humans. Humans is just on a much broader level. Well, what, like, what, what I would agree Wolfpack? it exists in other relationships in nature, but not in nature just carte blanche. It, like, it, it exists where social situations exist. But the, sure, fair, you know, fair enough. But that's it, a big distinction. Well, it's it like is bacteria. But all, a, all animals all pretty much have some level of social interaction. But, but like bacteria don't, and or, or other right. forms. That's fair. But, th- but now but you're, that's a lot of what nature is. No, but now you're thinking broadly, and that's what there are limitations. Power isn't everywhere. You're sure. You're absolutely right. Like bacteria, that's a good example. But w- once you admit that, like it exists in places like the animal kingdom, then then you realize that it's it's larger than just like some workplace we have in our capitalistic but, structure. But again, like to, to to bring it back, you, you're again twisting my words. It ex- I say it exists where there are social dynamics, and social dynamics exist. I agree. In other animal groups, but but that's exactly what it what it is. Again, it's 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 a in, with human beings, we're the ultimate social animal. So it's just like power gone awry, and it's it's like it, it's it's not about like it doesn't just exist in nature. It exists where there are interactions between like like individuals. Is it gone awry, or is it just there's more of us and well, we're expanded. more? In- we're more intelligent, and so there are it's more nuanced. aspects surrounding power that we have to navigate, circumnavigate, if you will. <laughs> Go around? I don't know. <laughs> I that's are you it. guys ready for verdict? <laughs> I think yeah, so. I think so. I think uh, I think it's pretty good. It's, it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, all right, let's bring the farm animals in. Let's do this. <laughs> All right, it's a uh, verdict time. Who would like to step to the I'll arena? Step, first? I'll, I'll step up first. I All feel right. like I haven't done a first verdict for a while. First verdicts are kind of annoying for me because you guys then spend your time talking about my verdict during your verdicts, which you, you have recall. a lot of power and influence over yeah, our verdicts. I, yeah, I, I sort of like how the people at your work are a bunch of losers yeah, coming off your whim. I, I, 
I, I, I, I hope Crofton asked me to let you know. <laughs> It's not the case. I'm just giving some examples. It's not as bad in my current work. I'm less popular. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, so starting from the beginning, um, I just – like I, I had a hard time formulating my thoughts on this because I was so I was getting so frustrated with the way the direction the conversation kept going, uh, which felt like a repeat of previous episodes in many cases, um, and so I I wanted to I wanted to open my colleagues' minds up to the fact that power is everywhere and omnipresent and uh, and uh, that that it's something that would be extremely difficult to just be rid of. So to, to, to go in and to then say all power is bad, power dynamics are a thing that exists and that will continue to exist and will always exist. And people will try to navigate them as best uh, that they can. Uh, but I think putting the label of bad on it would be, would be kind of a lazy and easy way out because uh, it's like saying, uh, and it, 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 and I, I'm guilty, perhaps, of doing it before on the death episode, which is like death is something that exists and you can't do anything about it. But I, I don't like it, so I got to say it's, you know, I got to say it's bad. Cancer is something that could, could potentially we could resolve or do something about. It. Power dynamics are something that we can improve on, but they're always going to be they're always going to be there and and some of them will be successfully navigated and some of them will lead to frustration and annoyance and god knows you could easily point to tons of horrific examples of power gone wrong. Uh, but in in this case, because of the muddiness and the murkiness of the situation, I'm going to definitely say that power, and this is like power writ large, as a as a whole topic, is bullshit. <laughs> and I feel the bullshit verdict supports this conversation pretty well. <laughs> so bullshit. All right, Mike. Do you you want last? Whatever. I don't know. I was just I was just busy being super annoyed at Crofton during right. during this. To give this topic a verdict of bad or good or anything different than my verdict would be something an idiot would do. No, or see, very well, lazy at least. See, this is the strategy <laughs> now because you painted it, verdicts other yeah, than your starts, own is one of the stupid No, no, but this is exactly what it's strategy, Mike, because it used to be if strategy. I went No, if I went first, you guys would spend your time insulting or picking apart my verdict now i can insult you preemptively so that once you're, <laughs> so once you're doing it you have to like respond like, to that sort of stuff like, so it's 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 strategy buddy this it's is strategy. why this I is why he's powerful and you're not mike i've successfully navigated the power dynamics of this relationship finally only because 10 the, years. the reality is, uh, you, you don't have power in this show in the sense we each, we each control our own verdict. I'm not going to be swayed by you're trying to paint one as as the right one or the wrong one. You have you're entitled to your own. I agree with that. Um, I guess I'll just go since now I'm talking. All right. Um, it, power uh, is a thing, a thing that exists in, in social interactions wherever the social dynamics occur. But I think they exist largely where there is someone willing or wanting to take power over someone else. And I think that's a bad thing. Uh, I, I think that the reason we run into all these issues of power is because, uh, and, and I think this is evolution, uh, uh, evolution in action, uh, the people who took power probably were more successful. But we've got to a point now where we have a modern, uh, a modern society, we can understand that People who are powerless need protection too and should have rights and it shouldn't be our instincts to always try to like get one up on them. I think that, that power serves a, a purpose in social, in social relationships, but I think we can also uh, – or well, I, I shouldn't speak for Kaufman. Uh, I don't want to say acknowledge that so, so many of them lead to problems. And I think when we talk about power, we're often talking about an imbalance of it. And, and that's the issue. So if, if we're talking about pow uh, power and it's almost always an imbalance, someone having some and someone having none, then I'm like, that's a bad thing. So whether or not it's always going to – it may always exist it, and it may always be bad. Uh, so I, and, and I think large, largely it will. I mean to, to count on people who have power to be benevolent is, is nice. Uh, and I think when we talked about this, when we talked about monarchy too, to be like, well, it's great if you have a benevolent uh, dictator, everything's great. But you can't, you can't always count on that. That's why you need checks and balance to 
balance power. And I think we have a long way to go to balance it even further. I think a lot of strides ha have come. But I really think that the, the ultimate goal should be to have a pretty uniform level of power. Um, and, I mean, you always have people like Crofton who will try to get ahead on one and be like, I'm the most popular, everyone like me. And they exploit, exploit those social situations. That's up to them. But for me, power is bad. And I didn't feel like that was lazy. Wait, did I give you the... <laughs> bad. I'm going to refrain from commenting, such, such despite a, the such a shots lack of fired. Fanfare. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to try and keep it as, uh, you know, cool as possible. It'll be cool. Um, so we didn't get a chance to take a crack at, you know, the kind of thing I wanted to talk about, which was, you know, Crofton was mentioning, talk about power in a greater context than just what we know today. And is there some way that we can, that, that power also exists outside of how we understand it? And I think... <laughs> Damn you, Crofton! You guessed it. I think that you know we're working towards the hive mind, and that we can eliminate this Jesus. idea of power inequity between genders, race, all these dividing factors between who has the most, you know, gold coins in their in their cupboard. You know, oh, I'm the Baron. People live or die by my sword. You know, like um, all that kind of crap. Like. That is the root of a lot of what is, you know, a lot of the really shameful things that happen that are otherwise avoidable amongst human communities, right? Like, yes, you know, cancer is horrible and it's taken a lot of people right now, but that has nothing to do with power, even though it has power over us. But we're constantly trying to find ways to combat these things. And and power is something that holds us back as a species. If we want to continue to evolve into something greater than what we are, power inequity, while it's efficient at getting things done, you know, if you're the pharaoh and want to build a giant pile of bricks, a pyramid, uh, you can get a bunch of slaves to do it. That's great use of power, I suppose. But I think that's thinking small. I think for, we're stronger when we're all together, probably in the form of a hive mind, but who knows what that'll look like. So I'm going to say power is absolutely bad. And we are working, we should be working towards a way that we can exist without resorting to it and viewing it as a, as a necessary evil to life. Okay. You guys are so lazy. <laughs> the hive, hive mind. Whenever he talks about the hive mind, I think of um, the Borg in Star Trek. I'm like, yeah, it, so it sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, the, the hive mind is always touted as something evil because, you know, it's a threat to your individuality and freedom. But the point is, right. you might not need those <laughs> things. You know, we need them now. They're important to us now. And having your individuality and freedom is a form of power, because throughout history, there's always been a group of people that have less or none, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas in, like, bee colonies, they're they're all equal. And what do they call them? Drones. Yeah, they're part of the hive mind. We call yeah, them yeah. drones. They might call each other bros, man. Like they're Well, awesome. there's also the queen, they're... you know? It's not just like these drones. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it sucks. that's gender inequity there. Because then there's like one queen, right? And a bunch of dudes, like... No, no, they're all women. Oh, really? Yeah, I think the, I think the males serve a very small purpose. Yeah, B's got a lot right, dude. You know? We... Yeah, there's a reason why it's hive mind. Because, why are they dying? Know... Suicide sting people. <laughs> all right, listen. If you want to suicide sting people and would like someone to talk you out of it... Uh, you should write to us at goodbadbull at gmail.com. We'd love to get your emails on this subject or any other subject we've talked about. Record your voice into a WAV file or MP3 and send it in. We'll gladly play that on the air, too. Um, send us your stuff, because this is a show about talking about things, and we want to hear what you have to say about the things we talk about. <laughs> now, if you are came across this show somehow and don't know where to find us on the internet, you can go to our website, goodbadbull.com. There you can find links to like us on Facebook, Twitter, subscribe to our show on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever RSS reader you have. Looking in to get into Google Play once they're opening up in Canada. Right now, I, I wasn't able to 
um, add the show because it's only for American stuff and it's identified our stuff as Canadian, but I'm working on it. Um, and as soon as the hive mind exists, we'll have a neural link up. Uh, so be ready for that, people. <laughs> That's true as well. Um, we have a subreddit. I haven't checked it in a while, but it exists. And uh, we also have a Patreon. So if you'd like to support, you know, help us with server costs, things like that, go to our patreon.com slash goodbadbull page and, um, you know, uh, support us. Dollar a month would even be a big help to us. Uh, if you want to watch a video version of the show, go to goodbadbull.com slash, or sorry, youtube.com slash show. Um, okay, so that's uh, that's all the yep. doobly to do with the show. Now you can also find out more about the individuals. I'm at Bo Schwartz on Twitter, and you can also find out more about what Crofton's up to at you know wherever Crofton wants to tell us. He can you can find him on social media or what else do you do? You can find me exerting my social power on social media at Crofton Steers. And if you watch the video version of the show, you can see why I'm so popular, ladies. Yeah, and notably nothing to do with the hierarchy, as he's tried to make clear throughout the entire run of this episode. Um, also, we're, Mike, if our listeners want to find out more about what you're up to... Where can, they, where can they find you? <laughs> <laughs> they can find me shaking my fist at a computer and on Twitter. I need to explain. I, well, go ahead. Sorry. What? You want to explain something? You didn't say where people can follow you. I interrupted No, because you interrupted him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you interrupted me. Um, you exerted got, your power as host. Power, I feel like, uh, what's his name? Oh, God. Uh, tell people you your twill hander already. I can't get no respect. Um, Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, <laughs> he's the man. Uh, yeah, at ML Hodges. You know, and every time I say tw- I tweet something, I always think like, I wonder, I wonder if Crofton read it. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I get, I get a text <laughs> notification because I know when he looks at his he's like, "Whose tweet should I read today?" Oh, oh, I don't know. I'm so popular. I'll favorite this one. Oh, maybe not. I get, I get text <laughs> notifications when you guys tweet because you're my friends, and I want to know. So I yeah. read all your tweets. You hear that? Bo's even, when I tweet, he gets text notifications. That's how much he cares. I'm sure Crofton I have social doesn't. power. Yeah, Crofton doesn't do that for me, though. <laughs> no. us the rare gift of of humor um actually it's not rare, rare. he's pretty funny. <laughs> i gave you the gift of condescension <laughs> and, um... <laughs> are you a fan of the good bad or bullshit podcast consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com for as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.